Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsboro, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 117, a question of assumptions. We commonly view mathematics as a process of starting with simple axioms based on common sense notions of what the universe must be like, and then building up from them to theorems that show their various consequences. You're probably familiar with the most classical example of this, Euclidean geometry, where simple notions about points and lines build up into surprising conclusions like the existence of only five regular polyhedra. You may also recall from earlier podcasts the concept of non-Euclidean geometry. By slightly modifying Euclid's basic assumption known as the parallel postulate, which specifies that only one parallel can be drawn to a line through an external point, we're able to come up with different geometries that are just as self-consistent but don't happen to describe our typical notions of the universe. Despite having originally begun as intellectual exercises, sometimes these non-Euclidean geometries turn out to have very real applications. In fact, one of the surprises of Einstein's theory of relativity was that our universe is not truly Euclidean, and one of these alternate geometries is actually a better description. Of course, there are many other mathematical models of our universe besides Euclidean geometry. One of the most important is what modern physicists call the standard model, a set of descriptions of elementary particles and their interactions, along with 19 related constants, that seems to me an excellent description of the behavior of subatomic particles in our universe. The details are a little complex to describe in a podcast, but there's a link in the show notes if you want to delve into them in more depth. Like the parallel postulate of Euclidean geometry, the many seemingly arbitrary constants of the standard model have been disturbing to physicists. Is there some reason the numbers have to work out exactly this way? Some subscribe to the anthropic principle, the idea that there probably are many universes with many different values for these fundamental constants, but the ones we observe in our universe are the ones that could enable the set of phenomena that lead to intelligent life. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here to observe them. Kind of like the old paradox about the tree falling in the woods. If a physical constant assumes a value and there's no one there to see it, does it make a sound? This has led to some interesting lines of speculation in recent years. Could there be alternative values for some of these fundamental constants that might also lead to life? Martin Rees of the University of Cambridge has theorized that there are many inhabitable islands of life-supporting physical laws in the multiverse. Since string theory supports the existence of 10 to the 500th power different universes, this doesn't seem that implausible. To make this more complete, a trio of physicists named Ronnie Hannock, Graham Cribbs, and Galad Perez attempted to analyze a universe with one specific change, turning off the weak nuclear force, one fundamental force of the standard model. The weakless universe they describe is different in some basic ways from our own. The primary nuclear reactions that fuel our stars, hydrogen fusing into helium, cannot happen, but with slightly more deuterium in its starting state, other types of star-fueling reactions could occur. A type of supernova would still be possible, a critical factor, since these are what synthesize and disperse the heavier elements needed for life, though few elements heavier than iron would be likely to appear. Stars would be much smaller and shorter-lived, but some about 2% the size of our sun could survive for the billions of years needed to evolve life. Since the stars would be small and cool, planets would have to orbit very close to them. The plate tectonics of these planets would be much calmer than Earth, since much of our volcanic activity is ultimately fueled by the decay of heavy elements deep within our planet. To inhabitants of these calm, weakless planets, their sun would appear gigantic in the sky, but the night sky would be nearly empty due to the distant stars being so dim. And this is not the only alternate universe. Anthony Aguirre of the University of California discovered another possibly life-supporting universe by varying a different constant, the number of photons per baryon, 
and a recent issue of Scientific American discusses other possibilities resulting from assuming a different mass for quarks. So, is there an answer to the original question of why we have our particular constants in our universe? Maybe the anthropic principle is still the answer, and we are residents of a small subset of universes lucky enough to have life-supporting constants. Maybe there's something fundamental that has not been discovered yet, and our laws of physics really are the only ones possible. To some extent, the question's in the realm of pure mathematics, since however much fun it is to speculate about them, nobody knows how we could ever observe one of these alternate universes in any case. And this has been your Math Mutation for today. 